invite your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, ho, ho. Is it me or does it smell like meat and cheese up in here? Welcome to the year-end finale of the Chad and Cheese podcast, residing on HR's naughty list since 2017. Yes. I'm Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Sowash. On this week's show, we say thank you. We review the news that still haunt our dreams, and we break down our naughty and nice lists duck for cover get comfy in your throne of lies we'll be right back after this word from canvas get it canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage screen and coordinate logistics via text and so much more we keep the human that's you at the center while canvas bot is at your side adding automation to your workflow Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text, at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. I want a culture video so that we can like text it to everybody. <laughs> because people want to get texts from us. No, of they course. don't. No, yeah, they don't. no, they do. They, they want to get pictures of ugly sweaters and yeah, I don't. They want that stuff. Dude, can we clear up the ugly sweater thing before we get started? Uh, what? Why? Wh- how much? When? What? I mean, you posted this thing, uh, which is hideous, and <laughs> the feedback was beyond what I could ever imagine in terms of positive feedback. I was I was waiting for pictures of bleeding eyes and uh, heads exploding, but uh, it was positive. So let people know, like, what's the deal with that sweater? Yeah, so it was hideous because it is an ugly sweater. Duh. I mean, that's this and is our the time faces are on it, which make it yeah, double that. Which is you know, half of it is really ugly. The other half is just gorgeous. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, no, I saw I saw this idea, and it was uh, Marvel was doing uh, superhero ugly sweaters. I'm like, oh, holy shit, this would be great. Just great from a marketing standpoint. So I threw it out there on social media and people were like tagging each other going, Oh yeah, this is really fucking cool. And I was like, you know what? I screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to get one done. So, um, why the fuck not? Right. Not to mention this weekend where we're going to have the first annual Chad and cheese, uh, you know, holiday Christmas slash Hanukkah Kwanzaa party. Uh, so that'll, that'll be perfect to wear the sweater. Uh, not to mention, not to mention everybody like blew up on social media because it is funny as hell. That's why. And, uh, indeed stole my shit, but get good on them. (laughs) Good on them. Uh, good on them, but mine's better. Our our Chad and cheese, ugly sweater, much better than the indeed one. 
you know, neither you or indeed came up with ugly sweaters for Christmas to begin with. Like this is a very no. old thing. Uh, so to say that they stole from you or you stole from them is a little bit ridiculous. With logos, I stole from Marvel. <laughs> then, then I put it out there, and they stole my idea for me. And then you know, because it took like fucking four weeks to get the sweater made and shipped over here from Germany. So that took that took a while. <laughs> That's German. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I went with high quality uh, shit. Did. I didn't do like this. I didn't do like the sweatshirt with like the, you know, like the, the iron on shit. I didn't do that. I went total, you know, like mechanized loom, all that stuff. Nice. I, went, I went for it. The country yeah. that gave us Mercedes, the tiger tank is now giving us ugly sweaters. That's just yes. great. That's just great. Yeah. Well, dude, uh, could we have asked for a better year than 2018 was for us on the podcast? No way, dude. And just to throw some numbers out to our listeners, because you guys, you're the reason why we do this. Uh, 2018 numbers, we had over 90,000 downloads uh, and we put out over 100 podcasts. And uh, I mean, listeners, uh, just the feedback on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, it didn't matter. Even when we went to conferences, it was constant and it was awesome. And we really appreciate all of that because as we both sit here behind mics talking to each other mm-hmm. um, we're not really sure if this shit resonates and and you guys have have told us that it does so thanks for the record chad does it for the fans i do it for the money just so you know just so you know <laughs> well, we have tons of thank yous in addition to what you just made shout outs yeah. uh love for sponsors firing squad uh, alums, our families, the mass amounts of liquor that I'm sure we got illegally through the mail this year, <laughs> and the endless amounts of swag uh, that'll carry me over in my family with a tire for the next 12 years, I think. And the live shows. We did Higher Conf in New York, uh, TA Tech in Vegas, ISIMS brought us out for their Influence Conference. TA Tech in Dublin, all the way to Dublin, RecruitCon uh, in Nashville, ERE in San Diego, HR Tech in Vegas, and I'm sure there's some some that we're missing. But in 2019, I'm going to predict that you will see more live shows. And more varieties of shows. Look, we've proven proven Deathmatch is a big winner. We're doing it in Europe. Uh, uh-huh. which is bound to disrupt the whole uh, Brexit, EU, GDPR <laughs> uh, trend that's going on over there. Um, we're, we're, I think we're, we found our groove on the podcast. I think we're going to find our groove uh, for the live show and events uh, going into next year. I'll, I'll be doing all the logistics to ensure that that happens. Joel will show up with a beer and it'll all just magically happen. Mm-hmm. Can we give uh, our sponsors some love? Speaking of making all this stuff happen. Dude, yeah, let's do that. From uh, Canvas, our weekly show, guys, Mm -hmm. Sovereign, uh, JobEdX, which have been with us for a long time. A shout out to America's Job Exchange, who, uh, you know, left us mid-year, but was an early supporter. Uh, Wasn't necessarily their fault. Uh, (laughs) Talru, who makes Firing Squad uh, possible. Yeah. To Next uh, and Judge. Uh, and who am I missing? Uncommon is huge for us. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know, uh, 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 emissary for my nappy t-shirt that I had to wear <laughs> at HR tech for two days. Thank you to them. Yeah. 
Uh, who am I missing? You're not missing. You're not missing anybody. But, you know, I, I think it's really cool because we start out with one show and it was consistent with three advertisers. And then we had other companies coming to us saying, look, we want to get behind you. So we had to create more content and more shows because mm-hmm. it, it just made sense. First off. Uh, because we weren't talking enough about startups. And then Tao Ru got behind us and said, yeah, let's let's do this firing squad thing. Next, uh, is, and Uncommon are both helping us focus on uh, getting interviews from top-level individuals. Uh, we just put out a, a podcast with um, Scott Guts, the CEO of Monster and the chief product officer, uh, Chris Cho. So they make that possible. Which is awesome, by the way. I, I don't know if we've talked about it, but yeah. I think I think the monster interview that we just published is our best work. That's that's pretty good shit. And and good. and mainly because there were no softball questions. I mean, we really went deep into it. Then there's Judge. I mean, we wanted to be able to do breaking news in a different way. And uh, Judge was behind us for that. So, you know, the weekly show with Canvas, Job at X. And Sovereign, that is obviously a staple in our listeners' diet. And then you've got all these other really cool podcasts with different types of content that you can you can jack into. Yeah. And by the way, listeners, if you haven't you know given a blank check to our sponsors, you know please do so <laughs> before the end of the year. I know you guys are working on budgets. Uh, blank check to all those sponsors would be great. And the subscriber side of the house in 2018 has blown up. So if you're not currently subscribing on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play, CastBox, Spotify, whatever, that's what you need to do. Look up the Chat and Cheese podcast, click on subscribe, and all of this glorious content will flow to you in a all very wonderful way. Oh, yeah. Firing Squad, which one was your favorite? Whoo, man. Okay, so we gave big ups to Uncommon, Robo Recruiter, and was that it? And Alio, I think. So I think we three out of the 12, only three out of the 12 had big applause. Um, and, and I really, I really like those. I think those guys really picked up. Did uh, Zap Info, did you mention them? We had Doug on the show. I think they got two good ones uh we'll, we'll say goodbye to higher visor uh firing yes. squad alum that uh folded up mm-hmm. which i think we both told them they should do that so we yeah. did get that one right yeah we the, i think higher visor might have been the only one that actually received two firing squads uh <laughs> woo i think woo they received a firing squad and, and and a golf clap kind of tilting toward a firing squad but uh yeah i mean the the guts that these startups have obviously you know there there's there's a risk versus reward here i go on here and i kill it and i get big applause or applause and a golf clap that's still good but i can go and i can just dive and uh and get the firing squad and it's still going out to the public you've got to realize guys that because tauru is paying us all these startups come on here they realize if they crash and burn that is going out to the public. So I have to give these guys yeah. big props. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But remember, there is no bad PR. So even if they come on the show and get torched, at least they'll be, you know, they'll be new and, and uh, uh, noticed by a lot of people that they normally wouldn't be mm-hmm. uh, noticed by. So even getting shot down is a good thing. And hopefully we'll get some great startups uh, on the show in 2009. 
Um, I want to give a shout out real quickly to uh, really both our families, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, particularly our wives <laughs> who put up with us yeah. uh, doing this stupid show and also put up with our traveling, um, although they tend to benefit from that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, both have kids that are supportive. Uh, families are a big part of why uh, we're able to do this stuff. So big thanks to them. Thank you to the lovely ladies of the Cheeseman and Sawash family because, uh, yeah, they're, they're the bosses in this whole thing. And uh, All right. I want to I know your favorite liquor giveaway of the year and your favorite piece of swag from the year that you were given, not that you bought from Germany. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the Chad and Cheese ugly sweat. You know, the sweater is pretty awesome. Um, or if you're across the pond, jumper. Okay, just to make sure we clear that up. Um, I have to say that the uh, it's really hard to choose on the liquor side because I've gotten so many boxes of of beer that are mm-hmm. like they're all craft beer and they're all mixed. So, I mean, that that was amazing. Continue to do that. Listeners, I really appreciate that. Sponsors. That's awesome. Uh, the best swag. I'm going to have to say. Uh, is is the high quality stuff. So we just received, or I did, and I'm sure you did too, we just, uh, mm-hmm. a full zip up, uh, like a Columbia jacket from Hiring Solved. Uh, we yep. also got a really cool sweatshirt, a hoodie from Uncommon, has Uncommon on the yeah. back, embroidered on the front. Uh, so yeah, yeah not, the, not the cheap stuff, but really the, the <laughs> kick-ass gear chad and cheese up so that they'll wear that for not just you know a couple of days but for the rest of the year yeah the the fidget spinners and the mouse pads aren't going to get list listed on uh, our favorites list uh favorite liquor for me i'm going to go with a bottle of middleton irish whiskey Uh uh from um uh from uh up uh flink uh, link up the gang at link Uh, up okay and uh swag i'm going to second your uncommon hoodie uh, I'm going to throw in the next um, pullover. That's a good one. It's very yeah. nice. And um, t-shirt wise, I'm going to go canvas. Although I don't normally look good in purple, uh-huh. uh, the t-shirt is so comfortable. Um, but yeah, I love it. So uh, the swag was a good year. I hopefully we get more good stuff into 2019. Amen. Amen. <laughs> And thank you for everyone putting up with our shout outs. It's a good 10 (laughs) minutes of every show. Uh, For some reason, you guys like it. So we'll continue to do it. Uh, Chad, if you're done with shout outs, uh, let's hear from Job X and we'll get into our year interview. Let's do it. With Job Addicts' first birthday almost here, we are proud of all we've accomplished with advertising clients, publisher job sites, recruitment marketing agencies, and staffing firms. Thank you for all the support and trust you have placed in us. Since 2017, Job Addicts has used the best of consumer ad tech's bidding and ad delivery to build an incredible programmatic job advertising exchange and continue to rapidly grow our network of partner sites. We've also launched a feed inventory management platform called Switchboard, effectively offering our dynamic technologies to all job board partners. And we've developed our revolutionary Live Alert, which eliminate latency and expired job ads via email. No more dead clicks or overages from job links, whether open today, next month, or next year. For more information about our solutions, please reach us at join us at jobaddicts.com. The year in review. Here it comes. We're going to riff. Little rapid fire style. We don't do rapid fire anymore, so we'll we'll do it this this year in show. We'll do a little rapid fire. Uh, you so go first. So rapid fire. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about 
a, a good amount of the subjects that we went over uh, in our podcast. And we ripped about 20 of those out. So we're not going to spend a lot of time on them. So here we go. First and foremost, Chad and Cheese ran for president of Monster. And lost. <laughs> <laughs> Although I don't think there was any official ballot uh, for the uh, election of president. Yeah, no. Scott Guts is now the CEO, so uh, I guess he's technically the new president of Monster. Congratulations to him. Yeah, and and uh, there's obviously more opportunity down the road for all those organizations who don't have presidents in place to have a co have a co president set up of the Chad and Cheese. I will add that we were not able to go to the uh, HQ and canvas for votes. So I feel like it was a little bit cheated, uh, a little bit, uh, you know, scammy in terms of us losing that election. But anyway, they were scared. Um, uh, a lot of money flowed uh, into uh, all kinds of stuff. So ISIM's got a bunch of cash. Mm-hmm. Text for who got a bunch of cash. Uh, Zip Recruiter got a bunch of cash. Um, global takeovers of some of these sites. Uh, ZipRecruiter will be really interesting to watch next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Slack got more money than God last year. <laughs> uh, yeah, the money flowed, and uh, you know we're we're getting we're getting some sniffs that uh, 2019 won't be quite as prosperous for the investment side. But uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how the economy behaves. We shall see. Uh, this year, earlier this year, indeed, went full exclusion of job board content. Wow, Google for Jobs. Google for Jobs stepped in and said, "Guess what, guys? We're here to help." So it was a nice. It was a flip of indeed saying, "Screw you guys. You're not welcome anymore." <laughs> and Google saying, "Hey, that's fine. You're welcome over here." I need that that journey soundbite. Open arms for that for that one for that one. Um, I love this one. Beyond.com sold its domain to Bed Bath and Beyond mm-hmm. uh, and became next with, with two X's, not two three. X's. Not, uh, we yeah, thought not three X's would perform a lot better for them uh, in search results, but uh, they didn't listen to us. But that was kind of a quirky little story from 2018. Yeah, it was. I and I think it was incredibly smart taking that money, selling beyond.com for a shit ton of cash taking that money pretty much buying your company back and then doing whatever the hell you want to do sure so uh yeah yeah, good on next for that one uh and higher maturity which most of you probably don't even know even existed they launched and almost immediately died like figuratively like no one actually died it was because when you say higher maturity you think maybe it's just a bunch of old people that started something and then died no just the site died uh which was interesting um tracking and microchips were big in 2018 uh amazon tracking people uh companies are putting microchips in their employees so they can make faxes faster Mm -hmm. uh companies saw fax machines apparently which is maybe bigger news than getting microchip but uh that was a big story that i find troubling uh but i guess we'll see more of it going into next year well the microchips the haptic bracelets that amazon was using in the uk i mean all this tracking shit to be a human being and being in a job, especially with the unemployment rate the way it is right now, to just tell those companies to go fuck off, for God's sake. I mean, it's, it, was it Amazon it's, where people were urinating in bottles and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, trash cans. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I got to make sure I got to make sure I don't leave my post because, you know, I might not make my quota or some shit like that. Well, you know, robots don't Crazy. shit. So we're at a disadvantage there as human beings. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, and that's we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, <laughs> career builder was a total fucking train wreck. Thank God it was good for us. Changed dramatically <laughs> in 2018. I mean, just the, just the face of career builder uh, changed dramatically. And they gave us El Chapo. Yes. Love El Chapo. <laughs> Love El Chapo. Yeah, literally, they changed their face. The uh, the CEO. Matt Ferguson of 14 years was let go and mm-hmm. uh, they brought in a CFO in yep. replacement. Yep. I'm sure that'll work out great as evidenced by the augmented reality in their mobile app, which oh, is geez. killing it. Yeah, I bet it is. But monster uh, really didn't change enough. I think mm. uh, you see all this change happening on the career builder side. And I mean, slow and steady, I guess is really what we're seeing from monster. And maybe, I mean, it's not even baby steps at this point. I think it's like baby crawl. We better see some big things out of Monster uh, next year. I mean, they've they 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 can't just throw ads on TV. They can't just take banners off their site. Like they've got to really shoot for the moon next year if they're going to compete with some of the big names, Google, Microsoft, at all that are uh, are in this space now. Yep. Yep. Recruit Holdings, Indeed's parent, acquired Glassdoor for $1.2 billion. That was big news this yeah, year. Yeah, that blew up your IPO prediction. But yeah, no, that was uh, that was uh, that was pretty big. <laughs> they filed, dude. I was totally correct in that prediction. <laughs> just become re- just because recruits swooped in and bought them before they, they did. Yeah, well, that's just like going to the starting line and not finishing the race. You didn't hit didn't hit the finish, man. So therefore, unfortunately, no prediction for you. <laughs> well, we're going to do the prediction show later. We'll see how I did. Okay. So stay tuned for that. And one. we talked about this earlier. Snag Monster Dice, all new CEOs in 2018. There was probably more that were out there, but just off the top of my head, more C- new CEOs popping out to be able to change the, uh, the landscape and uh, pretty much how those companies operate. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you know, we just said that uh, Scott from Monster did an mm-hmm. interview with us and then art ran like uh, a little puppy dog with his uh, his tail between his legs when we uh tried to do we, we reached out that we reached out to the pr team and they're like yeah sorry uh sorry but we're gonna have to decline spike <laughs> <laughs> yeah all those all those companies are gonna have to like kick some ass and go into the next year if they're gonna if they're gonna survive uh, snag will be interesting. The whole on-demand workforce stuff is uh, is getting interesting for sure. Yep. As we talked about in a recent show of uh, Microsoft and Upwork getting together. Who right. knows where that could go right. on that end. Uh, we talked about Zip, but technically $50 million, uh, got real aggressive on R&D. Uh, engineers up the Wahoo. AI up the Wahoo. Uh, Israeli office going global. Uh, Zip Recruiter will, I'll, spoiler alert, say that they're going to be on my IPO uh, prediction list for uh, going into next year for sure. That and it makes sense, and it makes sense until somebody swoops in and buys them at the last second, uh, which could happen. The GDPR scared the shit out of everybody this year. Didn't know what it meant. Didn't know how, what, how it was going to impact. And I and I think we're at the point where people are starting to figure it out, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So uh, all these wonderful regulations that we're finding, not just in the UK, but we're going to see happening. And starting in California in 2020, uh, guess what, guys? Get your shit tight and understand what's happening happening from a regulatory standpoint, because it will impact your platform. 
Yeah, we have a long way to go. Remember, it was hiring solved who dumped 29 million profiles in Europe yep. because it was easier to do that than actually try to figure out how they could do it with GDPR. Yep. So I think that's uh, just starting. And Facebook is fucking up everything for everybody <laughs> in terms of privacy. Uh, ZipRecruiter, God, again, uh, uh, sponsored the biggest podcast in the world, Serial. Yep. Uh, we're still waiting on their money to come to us, but uh, so far, no, no go on that. But uh, yeah, podcast got some big money love from our industry this year. Yep, podcast did, and and you know that in itself, uh, Zip doing all of that on TV, and I mean this morning, shit, I saw probably ten career builder commercials, thirty second ads, and I mean they are hitting the market hard. End of year trying to get the name out there, trying to get the brand out there. And the whole message is, yeah, you have, you probably have like 12 different vendors that you deal with right now. Just come to Career Builder. Come to us. The message is we can't get an actual client to be in a commercial. <laughs> so we're going to pay an actor to pretend that they're a client of ours and hope nobody notices. Yeah. Very clever, yeah. Career yeah. Builder. Very the clever. The thing is, most stupid humans won't notice. Um, no, they won't. Google spread Google for jobs across the pond, which was pretty awesome. Like a virus. Yeah. Like a virus. And you got to love that they they put a stake in Japan, uh, which is where Indeed's holding company resides. Uh, not that Japan isn't a, a good yeah. market, but it was a nice little uh, gesture on their part to uh, to put uh, landers down in uh, Indeed's home turf. Yeah, if you top will. five market. I mean, they're they're dealing or gdp wise they're dealing with uh that market much different than they are like the u.s market or, or or europe so um i think they're really taking their time to understand how to penetrate these different markets the best way to do it uh so yeah that, that's pretty cool but yeah that was definitely a big fuck you to uh recruit holdings and indeed yep and i uh up next i can tell you that the uh, the linkedin kool-aid was delicious <laughs> and cool this year for me uh linkedin continues to kill it uh got into the smb space the matching uh space there they've got insights that kill everybody uh, predictive stuff in terms of where to hire open up your new office etc um they they've proven without a shadow of a doubt that getting acquired by Microsoft was not a bad thing. Uh, they have really hit the ground running, put on the turbo boosters, um, and they are killing it. And I expect them to continue to do so going into next year. I still don't understand the acquisition of Glint. It was like four to five hundred million dollars. That's how much Career Builder and Monster received, by the way. What the fuck is that all about? <laughs> Well, I'm glad you asked, Chad. And when we get to my naughty and nice list, I will uh, help expand on this whole Glint thing. But okay. uh, employees and candidates are, are big winners this year and that companies really care about what they think uh, and they really care about keeping them on staff. And I think that if you if you see a weakness in LinkedIn, it's it's the continuing to be a part of the workforce after you hire uh, and I think Glint is, for whatever reason, hell, if you got 400, spend it, I guess, uh, and, and moving over to more onboarding retention type tools. And for whatever reason, Glint was uh, what they went mm -hmm. with. Uh -huh. Yeah, I guess they could have probably built some of that shit in house for a lot less money. But, you know, whatever. Uh, if you got the money, spend that shit. Amazon shut down their misogynist AI candidate matching project. 
So uh, that was interesting. Not to mention, it also starts an entirely different narrative for talent acquisition out there when they're looking to use, quote unquote, AI. Um, Mm -hmm. That that discussion for me is so exciting because there are so many black box types of algorithms that are out there versus some of these new white box algorithms. So that's, I think, going to be an incredible, incredibly fun conversation to have as we move into 2019 and people start to understand what's the difference between transparency and literally the void of transparency. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, my favorite virtual reality finally hit its stride <laughs> and became huge in 2018. So uh, I'm glad that that finally came true for me. Oh, wait, what? that's not right. Yeah. Um, chatbots <laughs> chat are everywhere and matching is finally cool. Yes. And maybe it actually finally works. We've been beating up on matching for years. Yes. Uh, and thanks to big data and technology, matching may actually start to work. Yeah, matching was a really hard process from the standpoint of you had to you had to have a ton of fielded data that would match up with uh, an, the other aspect of fielded data. So a job description needed to be fielded outright, the profile of an uh, of an employee and or a candidate had to be fielded right to be able to make that matching work. Today, with all the parsing and quote unquote AI, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, I think we're seeing some amazing things, which we'll, we'll talk about a little bit later. Oh, I was going to say, I think we're done unless you have anything to add. Uh, we'll hear a word from Sovereign and we'll get to the good stuff, our naughty and nice list. I wanted to say, last but not least, Circa 2118 scared the living shit out of us, by the way. If you haven't picked this book up, I keep, I keep pipping this book. We're not getting money for it. I'm telling you right now. But I'm telling you, you have to read this book. It is scary up front, but it has a good ending. Uh, you've got to check it out. The robots taking over. What does that actually look like in all different respects? Uh, it's a damn good book. And it's not just about the recruiting side of the house or, or, or the hiring and, and employment side of the house. It's about pretty much the entire landscape. But there is a good focus on the employment side. And I'll throw in equally scary for me is Tinder for jobs is still a thing. Here's a word from Sovereign. Sovereign AI matching is the most sophisticated matching engine on the market because it acts just like a human. You decide exactly how our AI matching engine thinks about each individual transaction. It will find, rank, and sort the best matches according to your criteria. Not only does it deliver the best matches, it tells you how and why it produced them and offers tips to improve the results. Our engine thinks like you, so you don't have to learn how to think like the engine. To learn more about Sovereign AI matching, visit Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. And that's how AI takes over the world. Just so everybody knows, you have sexy sounding AI who wants to take you to dinner. That's how this shit starts, Mm -hmm. people. As soon as she can do a podcast, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) All right, naughty and nice lists. Uh, I came up with mine about midnight last night, so it's going to be really uh, incohesive. Uh, are we starting with nice lists first? Yeah. Is that yep. what, what we yep, agree yep. on? Let me start. Let me start this out. Sure. Whew. Number one, Ed, get ready to take shots, buddy. Chatbots, chatbots, chatbots. Here's the thing. I believe chatbots are starting to help TA focus on process instead of the bright and shiny tech. They they want to know about chatbots, but mm-hmm. as Quincy Valencia from AMS 
told us on our interview with her, one of our badass interviews, that, you know, when you start diving deep into these new technologies and, and we we need to have a chatbot. Well, why do you need to have a chatbot? Then that's where the process conversation starts. Most applicant tracking systems and process methodologies that companies have today in their quote unquote stack is for shit because they're focusing on the tech before they do the process. And many of them still have 1990s processes that all they did was take the paper and put it, put that process into tech. Once you start to revitalize and understand what the process should be from an efficiency standpoint, not because this is the way we've done it since, you know, 1999 or what have you, but because it makes sense, I believe chatbots are starting to make that conversation uh, more prevalent. Uh, so companies like Canvas, Alio, Maya, Olivia, RoboRecruiter, TalkPush, and all those other chatbot platforms that are out there, they are on my nice list because they're getting talent acquisition to start to focus where they should be focusing in the first place. And that's process, not tech. Very nice. Can I put you on the spot and ask for a prediction for chatbots for next year? Yeah, I really believe that chatbots are going to start to integrate into the platforms more. So you're, it's not just going to be a chatbot platform. It's going to be a chatbot slash CRM. That is, I mean, it's it's all ingrained into itself. So instead of having, and I think this is smart. So we saw with Smashfly and Olivia, they partnered to be able to to ensure that there were there were chatbots, Emerson, within the Smashfly platform. I see companies starting to acquire and make that a part of their platform instead of just partnering with it. Consolidation and acquisitions for sure. I see that as well. I do think there will be a little groundswell of consumer punchback over chatbots. There may be little seeds planted around. We're not really hip about talking to a robot, but we will see. Yeah, I don't see that happening, though, because it, it's it's between going into a black hole where you hear nothing and talking to a chatbot, you know, and we've seen and we've seen uh, surveys that actually show that job seekers would rather have some form of feedback versus no feedback whatsoever. So mm -hmm. I, I don't personally buy into that. Good enough. Good enough. Well, my number one on my nice list, mm -hmm. uh, I'm going with Microsoft. Um, you know, for, for over a decade, Microsoft, well, two decades, maybe Microsoft was this old, crusty, uh, you know, DOS prompt, Windows 95 dinosaur. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, with new leadership, they have become quite the juggernaut. And in addition to that, have really taken root into the employment space. Uh, we know that two years ago, uh, they acquired LinkedIn. We thought a lot of that was just a pissing match to keep <laughs> Salesforce and Google away from uh, that property. Yeah. But they've actually invested heavily in that in that company, as well as continue to invest in the space. Uh, they acquired GitHub uh, this year as well, which was pretty big news. Obviously, the uh, the hottest platform for techies to go and, and hang out. So I, I fully expect next year uh integration with github and linkedin will happen greater integration with those into uh microsoft's office product will continue and i think that uh their partnership recent partnership with upwork means that they'll be getting into the freelance economy as well mm -hmm. so linkedin is primed with microsoft's leadership to sort of be the platform 
for everything from professional workers to contract workers to keeping your, you know, your tech department, um, you know, well, well stocked. So big on my nice list this year was Microsoft. And uh, I, I really appreciate what they've done in the space and hope that they continue to, to do that and spend money. Yes. And they have, they, along with Google and to some extent, Facebook have really, uh, I believe, moved this industry forward so much faster than it has, um, you know, in the past decades. So, yeah, good on them. You see the competitiveness. Uh, you've got to do something about it. You've got to react. So all the other uh, competitors that are out there now are trying to react and they're trying to, in some cases, figure out how do you either play with or defeat a lifestyle platform? Yep. They really started the arms race that we get to uh, report on almost every week. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Good job, guys. Number two on my nice list, you're going to notice a theme here. Um, it's matching systems. I believe intelligent matching systems are starting to make TA think about their candidate database, which is pretty much in most cases in atrophy right now. But these companies have spent millions of dollars building great databases with awesome talent. Companies can stop advertising and, and start spending cash trying to acquire talent who is already in their goddamn database. So now they can focus on re-engagement and surfacing those qualified candidates in seconds instead mm -hmm. of days. So companies like Hiring, Solve, Sol Hiring Solved, Intello, Uncommon, and all the other smart matching platforms are on my nice list. And the theme here is these companies are making, or these vendors are making companies think in a much different way, in a much smarter way about how they should be doing business more effectively. Yeah, and don't forget, uh Google and launch or Google launching uh, candidate discovery in their platform yeah. as well as LinkedIn launched it. So this is this is becoming uh, sort of if you don't have this, you're way behind the eight ball. Like this is becoming something that you need to have. So yeah, I agree. Matching has had a great year, and we'll continue that trend into 2019. Yeah, and if you're one of those big database companies that was a job board, and you've got this huge database, and you haven't partnered with somebody on the matching side of the house, or you're trying to quote unquote, build your own, um, good luck with that. But just make sure that you get that shit in 2019 and fast, because the focus is going to be on surfacing quali qualified candidates much faster, not just clicks and bullshit apps. You're not calling out indeed when you say clicks, are you? Yes. <laughs> we'll get to your naughty list in a second. <laughs> um, uh, number two on my nice list, I'm going to go with uh, candidates and employees. They were, I think they were big winners in 2018. For some of the reasons you mentioned, uh, you know, reviving candidates that have been around for a long time with companies like Crowded and Envoy, et cetera. Um, I think that's been a big win for mm -hmm. them. I think chatbots have been a big win for candidates. Uh, the resume black hole that we, we talk about all the mm -hmm. time is slowly fading. If it takes robots to do that, then so be it. At least, you know, people feel like they've actually connected and are connecting with companies yeah. uh, where before they sent a resume and never heard anything, maybe got a postcard or an automated email. Uh, so that's a big win. I think that uh, employees, both past and present, uh, continue to, to, to win big in, in, in 2018. We saw Glassdoor who, let's be honest, Glassdoor's value is in the reviews that are on the site. It's not the jobs that are posted or the companies that are using right. it. Uh, so it means that you know the voice of the employee really matters. And I think the, the billion dollar buyout of Glassdoor really helps solidify that. And we've seen uh, indeed 
you know, uh, ramp up uh, their review section. We see, you know, comparably and, and others, others really play in this space. We see, uh, you know, women getting a voice with sites like Fairy God Boss and in her site that they've never had before. Um, we also look at uh, engagement tools. Mm-hmm. I mean, those were huge this year. Companies that give perks to employees, that give uh, you know referral benefits and dollars to to employees to retain them and recruit them. Those have all been huge trends, and I think the ultimate winner in those um, are the job candidates as well as the employees that that work there. So it's 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 sort of high time that uh, the pendulum swung to the employee and the worker. And I think that it did that in a big way in 2018. Totally agree. Last but not least on my nice list is we've talked about them already. So you hear, you knew it was coming. Zip recruiter, zip, zip raising money, kicking R and D ass. And uh, I bet they will be hitting the enterprise side of the house very soon. Uh, zip recruiter loves podcasts. So why the hell can't we love them? But I mean, really, if you take a look at, <laughs> If you take a look at the process methodology of how Zip works, they are using matching in a very simplistic way behind the scenes. And they started doing this on the SMB side of the house because SMB really has lower expectations than enterprise. So you post a job. It's very simple. You know, the the system uh, identifies the, the requirements in that job, goes into their huge database uh, and sends out uh, automated emails to activate those candidates and get them to you faster because you they know that they're already uh, either qualified or close to qualified to an extent. Um, so they're they're getting to a model, a much faster model of sourcing than anybody else is at this point from a an end to end standpoint. Just 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 the sourcing piece. Uh, so good on them. I see companies in 2019 trying to model after. ZipRecruiter. And if you are not trying to model after ZipRecruiter and you have job postings onto your site, you're fucking dumbass. <laughs> I love how Zip sort of sits in this like bubble yeah. zone of, you know, it's definitely not Google or Microsoft yeah. and LinkedIn. Um, it's it's climbed its way above the tier of the monsters, the dices, the mm-hmm. career builders. And it sort of resides in my mind with Indeed as this sort of like, are they going to punch through or are they going to fade back into the, you know, the ether of where the other old school guys are. Uh, And for me, 2019 is going to be real interesting to see where ZipRecruiter kind of goes from here. And I agree the, the enterprise solution is, it's just going to happen. It just has to happen. Um, And can they, can they penetrate the markets uh, that you would normally think of as a now, I guess, Google Mm -hmm. and LinkedIn uh, can they go beyond the, Hey, I need to fill a waiter, you know, waiter position in my restaurant this week to, Hey, I'm going to staff up my entire it department, uh, with ZipRecruiter. Yeah. So, uh, I agree. ZipRecruiter would make my nice list. I knew they were going to be on yours cause you, you drink the Kool-Aid, <laughs> uh, as much as I do LinkedIn. So I left them out. <clears throat> so definitely agree with ZipRecruiter. Uh, my final nice list recipient goes to Ooh. Slack. Uh, yeah, I kind of threw an audible on you there. Um, Slack is, it's just the most potentially interesting company in our space. Um, Microsoft has listed them as a, a, a now competitor, which I don't think anyone ever would have thought that this sort of enterprise messaging system would become a competitor, but I see so much potential in Slack 
and what they've been able to do in raising money, uh, penetrating new markets, uh, client acquisition, global growth. Um, it's already out that they're going to they're going to IPO next year. Uh, an IPO will give them money to go after those acquisitions to maybe buy you know a zip recruiter or make a big splash in terms of the employment mm-hmm. space. But I just think that they are so primed and they've had such a great year. Um, and they're such a newbie on the scene still that they that uh, seen uh, on newbie on the scene that I had to just put them on my nice list because I think we're going to see really, really cool stuff from Slack as they go public and go into next Good year. Good to go. Well, why don't you start out the uh, the naughty list since I got to start out the nice Naughty list. This is what everyone. This is what everyone's been waiting for. No one cares about the nice list. (laughs) Uh, Number one with a bullet on my nice list or naughty list, excuse me, was uh, job scams. Good lord. Okay, so these scams have been around forever uh, before the internet, of course, but. The internet has supercharged these folks and jobs have always been historically a place where scammers uh, sort of hide in the shadows because people who are unemployed are very susceptible to getting scammed. They want to believe that they have a new job. They want to believe that they have a new opportunity um, and scammers really come out in droves. Uh, I think that 2018, for whatever reason, was a much bigger year than usual uh, for scam artists. Um, I don't know if this is the growth of the growth of the mm-hmm. internet um, or what, but we had Start Jobs was a was a story that we covered. Um, this was a four year or four month report by AIM Group that uncovered this site that was leveraging uh, legitimate job postings and backfill from, uh, I guess, ZipRecruiter was one. Who knows who else uh, they were using? But uh, when people applied, they got funneled into, you know, mortgage debt information, marital information, just really deep stuff that they shouldn't have to give for a job. And then once they submitted their information, they were bombarded by emails and uh, text messaging through 10-digit numbers that kept changing so they couldn't, you know, opt out of it easily. Uh, that was bad news. Yeah. Uh, Better Business Bureau had their 12 scams of Christmas uh, posted recently and uh, seasonal jobs were uh, were top of the list. Uh, again, because it's the, it's the holidays, people are short mm-hmm. of money, they're spending too much money, they're running up credit card debt, they're looking for new jobs, new opportunities. Uh, obviously, the work at home stuff, the gig stuff is also an opening uh, for scams. Uh, Better Business Bureau highlighted veterans as susceptible uh, more than most. Uh, and you as a veteran, I'm sure, can appreciate that you know, you get folks that, that serve their country. They have spouses that, you know, put forth a lot of sacrifice mm-hmm. to, to, to serve our country. Uh, these people aren't getting hired like they should. So they're looking at uh, opportunities that are sort of off the, the roadmap and are getting, um, you know, targeted by scammers. And so my naughty list number one is is scammers, man. I wish you I wish you folks would find find something better to do. Uh, then screw people up. Fucking over. assholes, man. Mess with uh, old people. Now messing with veterans. Yep. I mean, it's just like just the targets. It's it's ridiculous, man. It's it's yeah. It, it'll piss you off. All right, my first naughty list. Get ready. I'm ready. Any company using Tinder for jobs? This thing, like you said earlier, just won't go away. 
Dating does not equate to job seeking. Does not. Just because you can swipe means nothing, right? Um, so it's funny because uh, we just did a, a firing squad with Tiller, and you know, Krista did a good job. Um, but it was funny because she had to she had to push in there that yeah, you know, we're kind of like the, t- the the Tinder for jobs. And I'm like, oh, now you just went too fucking far, right? <laughs> it just seems like people want to put those these buzzwords: AI, machine learning, blockchain, Tinder for jobs. And guys, gonna make it incredibly simple for you. Don't fucking do it. eHarmony couldn't even get eHarmony for jobs to work. How do you, how do you think Tinder for fucking jobs is gonna work? It's not. So on my naughty list, all you assholes using Tinder for jobs in any sales spiel. Yeah. And I'll add that uh, Bumble, one of the more popular dating sites uh-huh. uh, apparently out there, launched Bumble Biz quite a while ago. And, yeah. and they've sort of, I guess, fallen flat on their face um, as well. You don't hear much from them. Um, and if you go look at uh, Monster's reviews on their mobile app, uh, people do not like swiping left and right for job postings. No. So, uh, yeah, don't do it. And we're still getting startups that are pimping themselves as tender for jobs. A lot of these startups coming into the space and they just get slapped in the face with, yeah, asshole. Getting a job is not like going on a date. Yes. Very naughty. Very naughty. Uh, number two on my list is Dice. Ooh. Uh, man. Uh, which was sort of highlighted by the fact that GitHub was acquired for $7 billion, I think. Uh-huh. Um, you know, that should have been DICE. Like, DICE should be GitHub. And the fact that they've missed out on those on those opportunities um, is really tough to swallow for them, but really naughty in terms of where I'm coming from. Uh, they brought in a new CEO. We've mentioned Art uh, previously on the show here, mm-hmm. uh, who, who won't come and be interviewed by us, uh, <laughs> which is, you know, here nor there but yeah we, we're a real show like we get real ceos on the show we'll, we'll be tough on you but we're not total assholes um so he won't come on the show uh their earnings are down uh they they've left europe for the most part mm-hmm. um you know the first earnings call for for art he talked about uh you know getting the site up to speed or more modernized site um, more user-friendly uh, site that they would offer. And if you go to the site now, it's pretty much the same thing. You still see the the banner ads, the skyscrapers, the 468 by 60s, <laughs> like the old, the old stuff that just sucks. Right. Um, you know, you don't, you know, I didn't even see backfill when I did searches. So like the jobs are pretty sparse. Um, I mean, they're really pushing sort of the sourcing thing and the staffing stuff, but man, I just, Dice, man, what a what a bummer! Uh, total naughty list recipient this year. I hope they turn it around next year. Um, but 2018 was a bad year for Dice. Well, hearing all that, no wonder Art is hiding in the corner with his thumb in his mouth. For goodness sakes, uh, my on my number two naughty list. All I have to say is Cambridge Analytica mm-hmm. delay, deny, deflect. And then this newest information that Netflix and Spotify had access to our direct messages on Facebook. Facebook has been incredibly naughty this year, not just from the standpoint of knowing what was has been going on, but not fixing it and then lying about it. So they have had millions eject out of Facebook just because of the trust issue. It, it's it's not looking good. Do I see Facebook tanking tomorrow? No. 
But if this continues, uh, Zuck is, uh, it's going to be very hard for him to stay at the top of that pyramid. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I'll add that uh, in terms of our space, I think it takes their eye off the ball uh, for employment because if they have these really big societal issues to think about and take care of, mm-hmm. uh, they're probably not that concerned about you know beating up on Craigslist and becoming the new uh, SMB provider of choice. So from from my standpoint, uh, the naughtiness goes into not only what you just highlighted, but it's probably going to fall uh, into the employment side and not being as innovative as we see Google uh, and LinkedIn being uh, going into next year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my final naughty uh, naughty list recipient goes to really just robots um, (laughs) and not like not the digital robots, but the actual scare the hell out of me robots. Um, And I'll highlight number one, uh, Tengay, unbiased. Uh-huh. And I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, but we've talked about these guys. They may see us in Lisbon. We may actually get interviewed by this thing. But it's sort of a cross between uh, the iRobot from the Will Smith movie and the the Barbie hairstyle like thing <laughs> that your your daughter has bust. a bust of yeah. and just styles its hair. Like it kind of just sits there. Uh, and then there's like a digital face and you can pick different faces. And this thing interviews people like that is so scary to me. If I walked into an interview and saw a robot questioning me, I'd really like freak out. And if this is the the future that we're looking at, it's really scary. I think the stuff that if you look at Boston uh, and our dynamics. Boston um, dynamics, yeah. that's some scary shit. Robots that can open doors, can fire guns, can jump 10 feet in the air. Like that's, that's frightening. Um, and I'll bring up the whole uh, circa 2118 book. Uh-huh. Um, which highlights sort of a very dystopian, scary uh, future. Um, I, we, in interviewing Peter, we talked about warfare. We talked about, you know, policing folks and uh, building walls. And like, it's just very frightening. And the whole robot trend for me uh, gets a big naughty. Yeah. Thinking RoboCop, uh, thinking uh, Terminator. Sophia, Sophia, that right? Sophia, yeah. yeah. Terminator. And then also these Black Mirror, there was this one uh, episode on Black Mirror where the um, like the the Boston Dynamics dogs were hunting humans. So it's like, yeah, if you want to get scared about this kind of shit, it's it's out there and uh, sending little shivers down my circa Mm -hmm. 2118 fucking back. Last but not least. Last but not least. Naughty list. Everybody saw this coming. It happened. started happening the first part of this year. So first there was double pane click stealing, right? So, so clicks on jobs were not going to your website. They were staying on the site. Then raising prices 30 plus percent. Staffing policy, which is kicking staffing companies out of the organic and sent our friend Tim Sackett into Indeed Jail. Another policy for talent networks saying that, look, if you have a talent network and you uh, force individuals to go through and uh, register through a talent network, we won't allow you to use Indeed. And they stole your sweater idea. And that motherfucker stole my sweater idea. All of these things are evil genius ideas, just so you know. But evil, naughty, indeed, is my big naughty for 2018. Uh, What else is there to say? 
Indeed, get your shit together. Be nice. Play with Google for jobs. I want to see that in 2019. No, I do not want to see that. <laughs> All right, man. Well, damn, that took way longer than I thought it would. Uh, dude, here's to 2018. It was a great yep. year. Uh, let's rip it up again in 2019. And uh, unless you got some dad, I'm out. We out. I'm Cold Feasted, and rhymes with Joel Cheeseman, so my dad can easily remember who I am. Thanks for listening to my dad and his follically challenged friend, Chad. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google, 8-Track Cassette Tapes, or wherever you, you enjoy podcasts. And be sure to support our sponsors, because if you don't, I'll get angry, and you don't like me when I'm angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. Welcome, change agents, to your go-to place for stories that ignite your spirit, fuel your purpose, and connect us all. We believe in the incredible power of the human spirit, its boundless resilience, and the inspiration it brings to our lives. On the Driving Change podcast, we'll journey together through the extraordinary, yet very relatable experiences of some of the most amazing people on earth. Our mission? that through these stories, we might just spark change within you and awaken a newfound motivation to harness your unique gifts to make a real difference in the world. So get ready to be inspired and join us on this incredible adventure. You can find the Driving Change Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you love listening to your favorite podcasts.